Tonight, playoffs, Celtics versus Philly. Round two, game one. Welcome to Garden Party with Owen and Mark. I'm Mark, and this is Owen. And we're two lifelong Celtics fans living in L.A. For the rest of the season, we'll be posting recaps, breaking down box scores, and keeping you up to date with who's streaking, who's slumping, and who's coming in clutch. Look for new pods after every game. Okay, uh, we sort of pre-gamed this game uh, at the end of the last pod, so we're just going to go right into it. We've just watched the game. The Celtics lost the game. They lost the game 119-115. to James Harden had a killer game at 50. He had 45 points. He shot 56%, 17 from 30, and 7 for 14 for 50% from behind the arc. Uh, Jason Tatum had 39. Uh, Jalen Brown had 23, and we lost a close one. Owen, how are you feeling? Bad. We blew this game. This was a game that we should have basically penciled in as a win. They had no Embiid. We had full health, days of rest, and we just blew it. Yeah. Um, we were in it at the end, even though we really shouldn't have been. We then, never, well, yeah, go on. Uh, we just played it like a regular season game. It's a playoffs. We needed this win to say, they obviously approached it thinking, oh yeah, we, we're going to walk all over Philly. And they just did not have the intensity. Yeah. It's a trap game with, with, with Embiid out and the theory that like, oh, oh, good. Oh, we've been manhandling. I mean, listen, I've been saying it the whole time. Look, we have been manhandling them. We've had their number all season, but we had a different team's number. We had the team that's offense revolves around um, Joel Embiid. And uh, and tonight, the the offense, it was the old Houston offense, basically. It revolved around James Harden, and he had Tyrese Maxey as his second as his second fiddle, who was who had a great game. Tyrese Maxey, by the way, he had 26 points. He shot 41% from the field and uh, only two for nine from three, 22%. But he was driving. He was getting he he was getting to where he wanted to go, and um, uh, he was really good. It was it, the 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 Celtics could get what they want. So the first quarter, the Celtics got what they wanted. Jason Tatum was getting to the uh, rim. Uh, they were shooting threes. They shot incredibly well in the first quarter. Both teams actually shot really well in the first quarter. The Celtics shot 66.7% from three and 85% from the field. They had 38 points after the first quarter. That's ridiculous. But Philly had 31. They shot 50% from the field and 40% from the arc. So they both started off hot. They weren't playing really hard-nosed defense, and um, and the Celtics were outscoring them, and it was like a, just a foot race. And that was sort of unsustainable. We said, oh, great, seven, they end first. It better be 14 at the half. But, of course, at the half, after the second quarter, uh, second quarter went, uh, they outscored us by four points, and uh, it was a three-point lead at the half. We shot, again, we shot 57% from the field uh, in the second quarter and 50% from three, but they shot 85% from three and 62% from the field. So just no defense, no intensity, um, sort of relying on our offense. Like I said, in man-to-man coverage, Tatum was getting to the rim. He, they, uh, our, our guys were hitting shots. And then in the third quarter, they switched to a zone defense. And um, and we tried to shoot over it. We did not shoot well. Um, we only shot 13% or se- I'm sorry, six, basically 17% from three in the third quarter. We shot one for six and 40% from the field. They shot 40% from the field and 18% from three. So they didn't do that much better, but they outscored us by three points. And there we were at the end of three walking into the fourth quarter. And it was a, uh, a tie ball game. Uh, and it just... 
the Celtics are not good in those situations. That you just there's this guy on the other Our side. Our offense stagnates totally, and uh, and and we can't stop a guy like James Harden, who was incredible tonight. So it was super depressing because a little bit we knew better. We knew all, as fans, we knew all the things to look out for, and um, and I kind of blame Joe Missoula on this one. I kind of I kind of give major props to Doc because he had a week or whatever it was, seven days. And he clearly worked on what their offense was going to be. I watched an interview with him just now um, on what their offense was going to be in the event because he knew that Joel wasn't going to play. He wasn't going to start the series. This was going to be a hard, hard game here in Boston. And um, they apparently they started their pick and roll uh, high, giving them a little bit more uh, space to get downhill for Tyrese and for And Al Horford gave them all the space they needed. The he sure did. Coverage. In the drop coverage, he sure did. And uh, and they executed really well on that game plan, and they were able to keep it close. And as long as they were close, uh, they gave it to James Harden, and it ended up being a it was a it was a one on one Al on James for a three point shot to win the game. And uh, I guess I'll play decent defense. And James Harden just hit the shot over him. That's right, absolutely. But um, um, how about we double him? Jones will like, he needs to like watch some sports <laughs> movies. You think you should watch the Mighty Ducks? Yeah, Mighty Ducks or some just get get some halftime speeches. We play awful coming out of halftime in the third awful. quarter. Awful, and, 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 and none of this is news to us, right? Like these, no. the, these, this is behavior we've seen all season. And also, a zone defense shouldn't stagnate the offense like it does. No, I think we should know how to break a zone defense. Like without, we without, I mean, yes, shooting over a zone is one way, but like, come on, we shouldn't be able. Tatum normally actually pretty good does pretty good against the zone, but we shouldn't be dribbling it for twenty seconds. Just Tatum in up top trying to like working on. And not PG Tucker, and not James Harden, and not James. Just drive the ball, kick, totally. get some offense flowing. Yeah, Jalen Brown I thought had a great first half, but he kind of disappeared in the second half. He did have a great first half. He was. Um, let's see what his second. He had half. a couple turnovers, and that was kind of it from the second half. Um, we did turn over the ball way too much. We turned over the ball in the whole game. We turned over the ball sixteen times. They turned over the ball six times. The differences were um, personal fouls and turnovers. So the turnovers. Uh, obviously, is their defense, and us having low personal is uh, fouls is low aggression on defense, which we definitely had. They were getting to the rim. I will um, say also more on the pa- fouls. This game, it wasn't refs' bias towards us. It, that obviously it had nothing to do with whether we won or lost. It was just refed insanely weirdly. Like yeah. they're calling ticky tack fouls on the perimeter all the time, and they let Peter Tucker get away with mauling someone. On the inside. Yeah. I, I just, and they call Tiki Tack fouls again on the outside. It just doesn't make any sense to me. It didn't make any sense to me either. It was really frustrating game to watch. You're absolutely right about Jalen Brown. In the second half, he went two for three, one for one from three. He only had seven points. He played 22 minutes, and was which is basically pretty uh, unaggressive. But at the same time, Jason Tatum got 10 shots up, He but he went three for 10, 30%. He just had a terrible... They both had, you know, one had a lackluster. He had a, he shot well, but he didn't. He wasn't very aggressive, and Tatum was aggressive, but just didn't shoot well. Um, and they struggled. Had the kind of game game losing, just miscommunication where Smart dropped off a pass and he just didn't grab it. That was awful. That Smart, was the last Smart had a great game. That was one positive. We can Smart say played incredibly well. His dive was great. Um, the uh, there was a couple of miscommunications in the third. Like they just walked to the hoop a few times. Like mm-hmm. the the Celtics just looked like completely out of sorts. Um, 
and it was a terrible game for them. It was at home against a major rival from the East, and really the, the best rival left, really in my estimation, is Philly. We Look, we've been overlooking them. I certainly have been, mm-hmm. and so the players must have been overlooking them as well. But, you know... Okay, well, who don't the Celtics overlook then? Because Philly overlook right now is the Apparently, number two I, team in the th- NBA. That, uh, my expectation was that they weren't going to be overlooking them. They've been talking all year about how what, what they learned last year losing in the finals and how they were just hell-bent on getting back. And so, you know, we need to see that, not only in the next game, but in the next three games. We I need mean, to... that may have actually backfired on them. They're hell-bent on getting back to the finals, but you still got to get past round one and round two to get to round three That's round exactly four. right. That's exactly right. I think they're just looking too far ahead. Look, I think this is going to be a long series. I don't think that we're, you know, I don't think that, you know, I think it's going to be a long series. I think that we're going to see a different team, hopefully, uh, in two nights here on the floor. Like I said before, we're going every other night. James Harden also played incredibly well, but he also had seven days rest or whatever it was. And he's not going to have that again. Mm -hmm. And Tyrese Maxey, he was sort of due a maxi game because he's averaged eight or nine points against us in the previous something like four or six uh, matches out. He had a good game. I would hope that Joe Mazzulla is going to um, make some adjustments so that we can play this defense, and then Joel will come back. But I don't think Joel's coming back anytime soon. It didn't, from what they were saying, also, that doesn't sound like it. I don't know. I'm not like I know he's probably he's going to be the MVP this year. I feel like we can. This Sixers with Joel don't like scare me. I think we should the bet on this game. Yep. But like the Sixers with Joel are not like there's still a team we should beat. Yeah. Well, that's the other thing, which is like James Harden plays a certain way when he has the ball in his hand most of the time. And with when Joel's on the floor, he doesn't have the ball in his hand most of the time. Um and if Joel's not does very come additive. Back, Joel's not a very additive player. The one thing he will add is paint defense, which tonight we did take advantage of. We had a ton of points in the paint. That's a good point. Yeah, we did. I mean, like I said, Jason Tatum, I mean, Reed was doing nothing. Jason Tatum was getting to the rim whenever he wanted to in the first half once they were in man. And then the zone was a great a great adjustment by Doc. Um, and we were a little befuddled and embarrassed. And I hope the players are embarrassed, but I've been hoping that all year. So One thing the Celtics do do, they are very good at, is retaliating in these comeback games when they're yep. embarrassed. Um, uh, I just hate the fact that they have to get embarrassed to have these types of games. Yeah, no, I'm with you. So, you know, that's what we're going to look for in game two. Obviously, that's kind of our, this is the biggest game of the season for us, mm-hmm. right? Like, yeah. I mean, unquestionably, we can't go down 0-2 and then go down to Philly and then have them get Embiid back. Um, so, you know, let's see what these guys are made of. But really, and Joe, like, what the hell is Joe doing? Like, some of these, I think he's just, he plays the statistics and that's fine for a regular season. Mm-hmm. And we needed to crush these guys. We needed to, we needed to have a fifteen to twenty point lead going into the fourth. Um, and I didn't see that intensity, and I didn't see that intensity from him on the bench trying to get them there. You know how I normally say um, after bad losses, and eh, this doesn't worry me. They'll come back, and eh, this, this worries me. This yeah. is a bad loss. Yeah, no, for sure, and and because it's so critical in the weight of the series. Now you lost home court. We've lost home court, and we and we gave them a huge amount of confidence in playing us. You see how much James Harden was celebrating after this game? Yeah, I, you know the way he plays drives me crazy. I, I fucking hate James Harden. Tyrese Maxey, I like. I like Tyrese Maxey. I can't. Tyrese Maxey is great. He's got great energy. Uh, I like Tobias Harris, <clears throat> but the way I just don't. What I don't like is I don't like the um, the crybaby to the refs. The performative aspects. He's active. The performative aspects. That's exactly right. Because he's such a good basketball player, I'd rather he just played basketball. 
Yeah, he's on the top of my list for hateable players right now in the postseason. Oh yeah. P- by the way, PJ Tucker punched Tatum in the in the groin well, and he, uh, like, nothing. Whipped his arm around. Yeah, that was ridiculous. There um, were some really bad calls, but that, it wasn't the calls. If the calls were not the reason we lost this game. So you know, my my pantheon of hateable players in the playoffs so far. Mm. It's a pretty it's a pretty small list. So we haven't we haven't had that many opponents. Okay. Right now, James Harden is sitting squarely at the top, followed by Trey Young and PJ Tucker. Why? What? What did PJ Tucker do? Punched Tatum. He went to the balls. Just generally annoying. Yeah, generally annoying. I don't just know with PJ Tucker. I do. I respect the hell out of him. He was on my team. I would love him. He's like Patrick Beverly. Yeah. Just under that is LeBron. But well, who he didn't play this year? Dylan LeBron. Brooks. Dylan Brooks's behavior this year has not been. Ugh, I feel I wanted to root for him. I liked the Grizzlies last year. I wanted to root for him so bad, especially with the Lakers. I know. It's hard to root for the Grizzlies. It's just like a chore. It is. It you know. It's just so funny how They're such um, douches. How 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 into them we were last year. Yeah. So They're it's just. I mean, such and look, a fun team last year. Yeah, they got big mouths and they they can't they can't back it up. What are you gonna do? All right, so um, <clears throat> we're gonna go uh, lick oh, our wounds. Oh, Draymond Green is at the top of that pantheon. Draymond, Draymond Green is for sure on the top of that. Um, we're gonna go and lick our wounds, and uh, hopefully Joe Missoula and the boys will uh, watch some tape and will. Um, you know, play some defense this next game. That's what I'd like to see. I can't stand D'Angelo Russell either. <laughs> Piss me off. You got a long list. I mean, he's gone now, but Rudy Gobert is just <laughs> annoying as fuck. How about, uh, is there anyone on the Heat you don't like? How about the Knicks? Nah, actually, I really like the Heat. Yeah. They're annoying to play. I hate rooting against them, but they're really fun to watch right. if they you actually were against the Bucks. They actually were fun to root for when we Knicks did it. Knicks too. Yeah. All right, let's... Um... You know, I've got no reason for it, but Julius <laughs> Randle. That guy, I don't know. Uh, all right. Well, as Owen gives me the, his list of his most <laughs> hateable players, uh, we will see you in a couple days. This podcast is produced by Mark and Owen. New episodes drop the day after every game. No, and another one is uh... a. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs>